you are totally awesome. Welcome to your Totally Awesome, a podcast devoted to catching up with some of the amazing people around us and finding out what they've been up to lately. Uh, I'm Aaron, and today we're joined by a, um, a good friend and music lover, I'd say, uh, mm-hmm. Jasmine, Jasmine Lee. Thanks for joining us today, Jasmine. Thanks. You're welcome, I guess. I don't know what I'm supposed to say, but it's nice to be here. <laughs> it's great to have you on. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I, I, I introduced you that way because I know... Um, while at school, you were you were uh, pretty involved with um, with our radio station. Or uh, actually, it's not Brown's radio station, right? It's, um, it's yeah, station. not technically. It used to be, but now it's like a commercial station. Okay. WBRU. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And um, what exactly were you DJing for them, and, and what was that like? Um, okay, so I started out. What was the year? Maybe my sophomore spring of college, and. I was like an intern learning all the learning the ropes of things, but I would mostly DJ hip hop and R and B, like mainstream well, relatively mainstream stuff, but still soulful. So um target audience I guess is like a female around age thirty five. Okay. And since I'm kind of like an old lady, it worked out pretty well. So pretty I did, demographic. Right. I did like the midday stuff for a little while. Okay. Um but then a year after that, about a year after that, I started working exclusively on the show we call The Gentle Touch, and it's a three-hour specialty show that comes on every Sunday. Um, it's like slow jam, so the first hour is called Heartaching, so songs about like, oh, my baby left me, and he cheated, and all that, and then the next two hours are lovemaking, so the first First hour is heartaching. Second hour is like, oh, we're in love, let's get married, but then the third hour is kind of like the Let's go home and make babies hour. Wow. So, okay. That's yeah. explicit. I might have right. to that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I uh, I did that, and then I also like worked with different shows whenever I needed to fill in for people. So we with had a show. WBRU. Yeah. So we had a show called Soul Serenade. It's like seventies, sixties, seventies music um, that one of my friends hosted. But when she wasn't around, I did that. Okay. Yeah. How did you um How did you get interested in this stuff? Because I mean, DJing is always something that people kind of have in the back of their mind, but never really, really pursue because it's it's like a very int- or interesting line of work, I guess. Yeah. Well, I actually had the idea for a long time, especially growing up in the DC area and listening to the radio here, um, which used to be pretty good. Um, but I didn't start until like midway through college because I was scared. So one of my closest friends, Quian, um, she worked at the station since we were freshmen, like first semester, and she moved up the ranks, basically. And in our department, which is 360, um, she became program director. And so she kept encouraging me to join, but I was scared that I was going to be bad or that I was going to find out that my taste wasn't actually any good, that no one cared what I had to say. Um, But then one day... I was posting YouTube, yeah, YouTube videos onto my Facebook, and for a while I did that every day, literally every day. Just like a new song every day. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily a like a new song, just something that I'd never posted before. Maybe like a throwback, and everyone would be like, "Oh, I haven't heard this in a long time," or "Well, I've never heard this song before. This is really cool." Um, And so somebody commented on one of the videos and was like, "Oh, you should really be a DJ," and I was like. Nah, nah, you're just kidding. And someone else commented and was like, no, you definitely should. You should join BRU. And I was like, well, these people 
say it. Maybe so I'm actually, sure. Kewen probably um, planted those people along with She might have. If so, that was a really good job. Yeah. <laughs> totally joking. They, they definitely were uh, recognizing your ability to pick songs and, and broadcast them. And then that's what kind of got you onto the station. And, and um, Yeah, so I just went to one of the the interest meetings, and you, you have a lot of things that you have to do before you're allowed to actually be on air. You have to go through a bunch of training, and um, you, oh, you have to do these late-night shows, like 2 to 6 a.m., oh. and those are the worst shifts, especially as a college kid. You have to wake up early and go to class in the morning, ideally. But, um, yeah, so they play... <laughs> right, ideally. So they play on the music for you, but you have to go on. You practice everything that you're doing. Huh. And... Um, there was this one time, actually, that I was doing an overnight with one of my friends, and the DJ who was supposed to come in at 6 a.m. didn't come, but we didn't know what we were supposed to do, so we ended up staying for another, like, hour, two hours, oh just, like, God. freaking out, um, but, I mean, it worked out. Okay. So, do they typically um, give you a set list, or are you, do you have some jurisdiction over that? Well, I guess it depends on what show it is, so... Where I worked mostly was 360, and that's the hip-hop, R&B, soul type side, and that happens every Sunday. Um, so during midday, which is, I believe now it's 10 a.m. to 8 p.m., there is a set playlist, and that's set by the music director, which I did that for a year also, which we can okay. talk about after. Yeah. Um, but then all the other shows before and after that, um, for the most part, the people DJ and get to pick, so gospel in the morning and the gentle touch at night and right. soul serenade you know midnight madness that's like the underground hip-hop show really cool. and this is all on sunday yeah all on sunday and we also rebroadcast stuff uh from 2 to 6 a.m during the week when when we don't have interns on but got it yeah. um what um i guess where did this love for music start from because it sounds like it was a part of you um well <laughs> growing up I would always sit in the car with my parents, and they got to pick the radio station. So, of course. I'll, yeah, some parents now will play what their kids want to hear, which is really nice. I would appreciate that if I were a kid. But my parents didn't care. They played what they wanted to play, which at the time was really annoying because my dad really loved the smooth jazz station, and those songs never had any words. And that always frustrated me. I was like, why are there no words? I would make up words in my head, and they'd probably be bad, but it was cool. And my mom really liked listening to, um, it's like an urban adult contemporary station, so usually people in their 40s is probably like the average age. So Miley they, you know, Cyrus, Hannah Montana. Mm, yeah, my mom loved Miley Cyrus. No, okay, I, I <laughs> like Luther Vandross and, you know, the Gap Band and OJs and stuff like that, plus with okay. some, some newer R&B mixed in, but... Yeah, so I guess spending time in the car <laughs> and being around them and my sister also um, helped okay. me to get to know a lot about music. And so your your music taste is pretty much um, surrounding the, the R&B and uh, hip-hop world. Mostly. You know, like I, I do like other things. And I'm not opposed to listening to other things, but if you looked at my list of favorite yeah. artists or favorite songs, it would probably be around, around that. And so that's kind of like your expertise. No, that's great. I'm, uh, I'm always, I'm always surprised by the amount of music I don't know about, especially in the R and B and hip hop space. Um, yeah, I mean, not that many people get on the radio. I feel it's mostly like you hear Trey songs, you hear Drake, and then like people affiliated with them, and that's about it. 
I mean, you know, it's a little different every now and then, but they really run things, which is fine. I mean, their music isn't awful, but there are plenty of great things to listen to. Like, my father today is like, they don't make music like they used to. He said that the other day in the car. And I was like, well, do you actually know that? Are you actually out looking for new music? Are you only listening to what's on the radio? This isn't my smooth jazz. I don't, right. I don't know what this is. Exactly. <laughs> Who are these people? Um, yeah. no, that's, that's really cool because uh, I think also when I think of hip-hop and R&B and kind of those, those classic artists, um, it seems like it's all a generation ago. Like when you're mentioning Luther mm. Van Dross, like Marvin Gaye, mm. I, I always think like maybe like a generation before us, but it's, it's nice that those artists exist now as well. Well, what do you mean when you say exist now? You mean like that people still play the music or that there are artists who are doing similar work or that one the latter oh, oh um yeah it is good i mean especially with the internet which i love by the way like, i'm on the computer all the time i'm a fan of the internet too <laughs> but with the internet you can you can find all sorts of things and everybody's making music now i mean right. it's i don't know it's just amazing the the things that i didn't know when i was younger and know that existed that I now know about, if that makes any sense. But yeah, yeah, so, I don't know, like, independent artists who release free mixtapes all the time. That's, that's like, my favorite thing in the world. Where do you find that stuff? Um, well, I mean, if you want to start out, I guess, peruse <laughs> Datpiff, that's a, a website, live mixtapes, um, follow a lot of blogs, uh, I follow a lot of people on Twitter, mostly for the music. Got it. Oh, Twitter and Tumblr and that kind of yeah. stuff. Um, and, and just, like, surround yourself with people who like the same kind of things that you like. Like, that's something in life in general, but with music, if you have people who like similar music, they're going to find new things and, and send it to you. And right. And I bet, I bet that's you most of the time, sending other people your very... I don't stuff. feel that way. I mean, like, whenever somebody told me they didn't know something that I sent them, I... I don't know. It makes my day, but my friends are on top of it. They send hey, me great just send me everything then, Jasmine, because you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say, well, that was great. Um, <laughs> that's and and so you're now that we're out of school. I you're still kind of um, no, you're still obviously very passionate about this. It's not something that dies after we graduate. From college. Yeah, I guess so. Is um what what form is that taking these days? Since you're not at BRU anymore. Well, I'm really sad about not being at BRU. Like as of right now, I can't even listen to it because <laughs> it makes me that sad but um i am a lot of it is keeping up with music myself so when i was er, uh, the music director i had to keep up with music but now i'm trying to stay in it so that you know like once you fall off it's kind of hard to get back in the game and a little frustrating so that's my number one thing trying to keep up with new music um going to concerts talking to people about you know artists and new things coming out but also writing, so I have, well, I've been blogging for a long time, like ever since I was a kid. Well, middle school, I guess, when that's... The Zanga days. Zanga, I love Zanga. <laughs> <laughs> Back then, I didn't talk about anything <coughs> substance. I just said, like, oh, at lunch today, Johnny told me I was cute. He didn't really say it, but he said it with his eye, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go back and find your old Zanga. Oh, God, no. I wish I still had them up, but I oh, deleted them. Oh, I made everything private. I know. But anyway, now I... Um, now I it's mean, like Johnny actually told me that I'm very pretty. Yeah, right. but Johnny wasn't cute, and I was on to Billy, yeah. <laughs> yes. um, so, but what I write about now is... Um, 
mostly music and entertainment stuff. So like television, also film, some lifestyle type stuff. Um, I have a Tumblr blog, and I'm working on another blog with one of my friends, and working at a magazine now. The stuff that I'm writing about isn't as close to my heart as the stuff I write on my downtime, but you know, it's good to have experience doing different things. Right, and you have a, it's a great learning opportunity yeah. to go into those fields as well. Um, so it sounds like you've, you've definitely found the avenues through which to, to carry this on. And, but it, it sounds like it's more of like a passion, right? It's not necessarily oh, like I'm, I'm doing this on purpose, right? It's like I, I just like love doing this. Yeah, that's really cool because I hear it's a good thing to be passionate about something, and I never really oh, thought yeah. about it like that. Yeah, I mean, I hear that's <laughs> like the thing. Like you, yeah. you want to surround yourself with people who have passion, so that's good to know. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess so. Like I, I go to work during the day, and I'm sitting at the computer doing whatever. But then I just come home, and I'm surrounding myself with those kind of things. So on the computer, oh, this new song. Oh wait, I gotta make sure I listen to that. Oh, but so and so's mixtape is coming out. You know. You know what though? It's it's sad that the the like a city or this entire new area isn't getting to, um, I guess like experience your your music as much because you're you're mm -hmm. not on air. Is is it? I mean, I'm gonna throw your your blog up on the uh, up on the, uh, the up on the site. Not that it'll increase traffic. It'll get my mom and dad like I like to say because they're avid listeners of this podcast. Wonderful. Um, anyways, yeah, there you go. This is Jasmine's mom and dad. Um, <laughs> But uh, but I think um, it's like a disservice. You should. Do you plan on um, you know carrying on this sort of DJing thoughts in the future, or is it? I like really want to. Like I have this vision of. Yeah, I hate this example, even though she's really cool. I kind of have this vision of doing like an Oprah thing, where I just like take over the media world. If that makes any sense. But I that would like you take over the media world. Yeah, so that includes like a magazine, a talk show, but also most importantly probably something involving music so um, it's kinda it's really sad that I'm not doing radio anymore and I wish it were more readily available for me to do like I, I apply to things or look into things but um, yeah I don't I don't know if, if the opportunity came up I would love to do that like, even if it was just on the weekend yeah. um, but in the meantime I'm trying to like continue pushing music that I think is good out there hopefully making some mixtapes to <laughs> for people to download, you know, like compilation type things. Absolutely, just like um like like a, a weekly this is what Yeah, or like even like. just themed things. Like I did something for Valentine's Day this year and I'm I'm trying to do something for back to school although I'm kinda of slow on it and school is essentially started. So I don't know. But. Back to school playlists featuring all the I hate my life songs of the world. No, featuring songs that say, <laughs> I'm getting my education and I'm going to change the world. That's, that that's a lot better than um, it you know, does. those emo it songs does. that I had in mind. Um, no, but that's great. And and how would you say, like, so you, you mostly follow, like, R&B and hip-hop, but you also have, like, a pulse on, on the other stuff as well? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, when I was working in radio, I feel like I had to listen to certain things, like, I mean, I had a lot of discretion on what we what we got to play, but I felt like, oh, this is like one of our artists. I should really listen to this new song. But now, uh, I can listen to or not listen to whatever I want. Right. So I'll I'll see a bunch of things on the internet pop up a lot of times, and depending on the artist, I'll immediately go listen to it, or I'll be like, uh, but it's probably not very good. And I then weeks later, right? And then weeks later, someone will be like, no, but it's actually really good. And then I'll be like, oh, well, 
<laughs> really, really. Yeah. But I don't even mind being. Like, well, I love that song. <laughs> it reminds me of senior year, song. and it makes me yeah. really sad. Um, um, <laughs> and sentimental. But um, uh, just going back real quick to to the DJing stuff. Um, is it is it also like when you were the urban um, music director? That was your position, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I like to call it. At least. <laughs> So you were you were discovering music and then putting it on a list and telling your DJs to play it at certain times? Yeah, so, well, I guess it was a little more involved in that. It's kind of like that thankless job that people have, you know, like, say you're in an organization and there's, like, I don't know, a bunch of different head positions, but then there's the one that people don't really know what they do or see all the stuff that they do, they just see the results. It's kind of like that. So <clears throat> I would just stay up on music, talk to record labels. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, like acquire new music in whatever way I could. Um, you know, look at charts and figure out who would want to hear what and how it's moving and if we're first to play it and all that. And then you make like a big schedule of like new and old songs with some like thoughts in mind about it. I don't remember all the details, but you make the schedule and they're supposed to follow it. So, you know, like some days I would have the list with me when I was at, at home listening and I'd be Check like, um it. yeah, and I'd be like, um, you weren't supposed to play that. Ah. That wasn't even requested, why are you playing that? What ah. happened? You know, because I, I felt really, I felt upset if people really went off of what I was saying because some people, um, some people, some leaders, people are really good at listening to and following, but sometimes I'm, I don't think I'm forceful enough. So then I was like, oh, I need to get this and check. I know, but then other times people tell me I'm not too nice, so mm. it's Those okay. Are people that don't know you. Um, but anyways, um, so you got your blog going, and you're, you're you're obviously maintaining all this this music knowledge, which is great to see, just because you see so many people leave college and leave their passions behind. But like you're saying, that's true. People say passions are a good thing, so I think you're doing a good job with that. Um, but um, is there any anywhere else like we could follow you or, or see you oh your God. work? Um, you know, I think the best move would be to follow me on Twitter because whatever I'm doing, I'm going to put up there. You know, it's funny. I hated Twitter like when it first came out. I was like, why would you ever do that? But it's a pretty good tool now for whatever yeah. you want to do. So my Twitter name is forever underscore the line begins which is a song well like my favorite song by which common. is it's called forever begins by common, by, oh. common. yeah we will uh, that's good to know as well so okay we'll leave with this um oh, favorite favorite song of all time and favorite artist of all time i knew you were going to do something like this I'm so sorry, i kind of like no no it's cool i like i put a list on my phone oh, just so yes. that would be right. yes um favorite song of all time i have a lot but I'll I'll leave you with two that are pretty representative. Forever Begins okay. by Common, so listen to that. And then I really love the song Clarity by John Mayer. It's pretty it's pretty good one. I put that on my college applications actually. Wow. So I got me into college artists. And then um artists. I love so many things, but Kanye always does it for me. Okay. Okay. Well, we're gonna maybe maybe if you ever want to make a playlist for uh, for YTA, we can throw it Definitely. up there as well on the side there. But um, but thanks a lot for joining us, Jasmine. Thank you. It was really a blessed time to hear about what you're doing and your passions. So thanks. <laughs> we'll talk to you later.